It's time again for Home Gastronomics, the podcast about a professional chef's home kitchen and how to use those restaurant techniques at home. We welcome your participation by email or message. If you send an audio file, it may even make it on the air. If you like having us around, consider becoming a patron for a small monthly donation to help pay our bills. Of course, we'll have all the links and important info in the show notes for you to click on. Thanks and enjoy. We've got a great topic to discuss this episode, so we're going to get right into it. Today we're going to talk about a topic that has come up in my world in one form or another, a lot of times, especially lately. Uh, people always look and say, when they find out that you're a professional chef or you're a professional cook or something like that, they look and go, oh, wow, your family must really like all the wonderful food you can cook for them. And you're like, yeah, yeah, they do. In the back of your head, you're going, I cook all day. I don't want to cook when I get home. And that's, that's okay. It's, you don't have to cook all the time. You love cooking. I love cooking. I enjoy cooking at home and making wonderful food for my family and friends. But there are some days where it's like, forget about it. I'm ordering a pizza, you know, or, hey, we're having this little one pot meal that I picked up at the grocery store, whatever it is. That's okay. You don't have to cook five-star food every single day for every meal of the day. There's nothing wrong with peanut butter and jelly. And people need to realize that, that as a chef, I'm human also. As someone who loves food and enjoys cooking, you're human also. You can't be on 100% of the time. There's nothing wrong with saying every once in a while, hey, we're doing a fancy steak with chimichurri on Friday. Saturday... We're doing, you know, chicken divan. And then Sunday, we're not doing a darn thing. <laughs> or we're having leftovers. And, and believe me, my family can tell you I'm horrible about leftovers. I, I generally do not get leftovers. If we go out to a restaurant, the, they go, oh, do you want a box? I'm like, nope. It, it doesn't matter how much is left. It's not. To me, I'm horrible about leftovers. But restaurants is another thing. Sometimes the best thing that you can cook is a reservation. And that's it's okay, too. There's nothing wrong with that. Cooking is something that should be fun and bring you joy. And it doesn't have to do it 24-7. There's days where you might have had a rough day at work. Whether you work in a kitchen or you work in an office or a school, 
wherever it is that you work, you can have a rough day and get home and say, I'm tired. I just want to do something simple and do chicken. But it doesn't have to be really fancy chicken. It can be chicken and mashed potatoes. It can be steak and a baked potato that isn't fancy, really. Uh, don't get me wrong. You should still cook it properly. <laughs> you know, if you're going to cook a steak, make sure it's, it's cooked nice, you know. Um, well done is not a thing in my world, but everyone has their personal taste. But you should cook it properly still. There's even being tired, you want to get that good sear. You want to get nice temperature on the, on the meat and get it good because that adds the flavor. But doing that doesn't mean that you're cooking five star high level all the time. And that's the big thing that I'm trying to say is when I say it's okay to not cook, it's okay to not have yourself on stage, on show, on point every single time you're in the kitchen. Food on top of everything else is comfort. If you're not comfortable cooking and you're not happy cooking, then you shouldn't be doing it at that moment. And it's okay to go out to a restaurant, to order a pizza, to order whatever you can through DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever services around where you live. So. Otherwise, that's pretty much it. it is don't let anyone tell you that you have to be fancy all the time there's times for fancy and there's times for relaxed i enjoy being fancy a lot myself and then there's days where i come home from work and i have stuff to do around the house and i don't have time to really marinate something or, or spend a lot of time doing prep work for a meal. So instead of doing nice fondant potatoes or duchess potatoes, I just say, screw it, we're having mashed potatoes. And mashed potatoes are pretty damn good. But take it for what you will. The biggest thing that I think everyone should get out of cooking and out of being that home chef is pleasure. Pleasure that you're feeding and nurturing friends and family. Joy about what you're doing and what you're able to produce. And happiness that you're doing something. Thanks, guys. So I found this really cool word that I've started using for describing food. And I wanted to use that for our word of the day today. That word is pecan. 
It a lot of times gets mispronounced as piquant because it's got a weird spelling. You also see it kind of as a base in piquancy or even picante uh, to, to describe Mexican or Spanish food. And that's all because of what piquant is. It's French for a flavor that can be spicy, tart, or pungent. So when you're talking about food and something is spicy, like a salsa or a hot sauce, you're not talking about, oh, that's hot. Because in culinary world, hot refers to temperature. You want to serve hot food hot. And that doesn't mean that it's really spicy, like buffalo wings or something like that. So the word to describe that kind of heat, the spicy heat that you'd find in uh, peppers or buffalo sauce, anything that's really spicy is piquant. And then you would ask someone or you would tell someone what the piquancy is of food. Um, so it's a nice little thing. It It changes the way that you look at food instead of just saying, oh, it's hot. Well, is it hot spicy or is it hot hot? Now you actually have a word that you can say, well, this is hot. Was it hot hot or hot spite? Well, no, it, it's hot. If it was spicy, I would have said it was pecan. Enjoy. Wrapping up. Thanks for tuning in. And here is all the other information for you to digest. Our website, www.homegastronomics.com. Go take a peek. You can stream old episodes of the podcast, as well as find our blog, which should soon be hosting some guest articles that would be relevant in our world. Home Gastronomics on Facebook and Instagram, or on Twitter at TheChefChewy. Follow us there for updates on when episodes release, food porn photos, and general shenanigans. Check us out on your favorite podcast supplier. We are now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and a handful of other sites that Google comes up with. We're in the process of getting listed on iHeartRadio. We also have a YouTube channel that you can find by searching Home Gastronomics there. Take a minute to like us, follow us, and give us a great review. I'd really appreciate it, and it helps our exposure, and will let us bring you even more exciting things. The ultimate way to support the show would be to become a patron with a small monthly donation that can go to help paying our bills. It would be really cool of you, and don't forget to spread the word about the show to anyone you think would enjoy it as much as you do. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We're working on bringing you more topics, more frequently, so the next episode may come to you sooner than you think. Shoot a message and let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. We'll see you next episode, and may the food be with you.